Okay. Um, I'm glad to have Dave back here with us tonight, and we're going to spend our time on ethics around the entire issue of abortion, in vitro fertilization, surrogacy, all those kinds of things. You'll leave here tonight with no further questions that will be answered. You'll be a fountain of knowledge when you leave here. Um, <clears throat> so here's what we want to do. Um, Dave, I'll turn, we'll pray, turn it over to Dave. Um, when we get to a point or at any point, if there are questions, we record this every Wednesday, but we, we need to start recording the questions because um, those don't pick up on the, the mic that I wear or that he'll be wearing. So um, hope we have good discussion and questions and I'll bring the mic out to you so it'll get onto the recording um, for people that couldn't be here tonight. So <clears throat> let's pray and then um, we'll, we'll get going. Father in heaven, we thank you that we could gather here tonight. Thank you for this good congregation, those of us that are able to gather here tonight. And we thank you for the fellowship of fellow believers. I thank you too, Lord, for <clears throat> the study we've been having. It is difficult sometimes to understand what, what we are to do in certain situations. And we seek to your word and then to people that you've also gifted and given us that can shed light and insight. So help us, I pray, tonight. Give us a good time together, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. What kind of an introduction do you want, Dave? I mean, you, <clears throat> I can say anything you, you want me to say. You went to Harvard Medical School, you, you know, whatever. Um, ooh, that's, do I need, is there a way to turn it down? Is yeah, it they'll long? take it. They'll it's take it. It's weird that it comes back. Um, I, I was under the impression I was uh, coming tonight to uh, be questions. alongside you. Well, I, I as, listen, as you gave, right gave the presentation, uh, and I would well, uh, I know, answer help. any I'll questions. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll help um, think up questions. Okay, <laughs> right. Because um, <clears throat> so uh, I mean topic of abortion and termination of pregnancy, I didn't think uh, anybody, church-going folks, I don't care what denomination, yeah. well, thinks the that issue, it's, uh, but the issue it, would it, be moral or the right thing to do. Mother's life, how, you know, what do you do in a case like that? Um, those are the kinds of, and I think, is this old language um, like, um, what do they call it, a DNC? That's the procedure, dilatation, curatage of the uterus. There, which I know people who hold steady that um, if they had a 15-year-old daughter that was raped, they would not allow anything like that to be done because in the case there might have been um, fertilization, that would be an abortion. They don't, don't believe in that at all, and right. so they wouldn't even allow that. Right. Those are the some of the kinds of ethical you know questions that right that come up um and and i think in some cases and i sure don't want to come across as some you know liberal united i don't think you, you ever know, have no, no president no no presbyterian <laughs> but you know 
I guess I would just say, if I were in that particular case, and I had, you know, I had a junior high or senior high daughter, and there was some case of rape or whatever, I'd have a DNC. I think that that's, I don't know if that's a bad thing, and I haven't really thought it out, nor have I had to face it. But I, I don't know. Some of those things are, I think there's gray in, mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. the ethical uh, world, but right. we're not talking about proposing, I guess, uh, therapeutic, you know what I mean? But, right. but sparing a mother's life, things like that. Or I've, I, I've had some couple of pastor friends and, and uh, their own wives where they've had, um, I don't know what you call them, but the tests, pregnancy tests, where it seemed like every single um, you know, indication was a severe genetic, some kind of, uh, you know, um, fetal abnormalities, urged them to, you know, have an abortion. They said, you know, we don't believe in it and we won't do it. Right. And it's turned out fine. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Um, I've seen, uh, had a patient a couple of years ago, uh, uh, hygroma is a severe abnormality of the lymphatic system, uh, system, which is kind of like the circulatory system. It, it collects all the, all the byproducts like the sewage and we have lymph nodes where it gets filtered and it gets dumped back into the circulation system. And this, this baby, uh, and diagnosed early at the four, about the four month mark had this severe anomaly, severe anomaly. And, um, um, you know, we sent her to the uh, maternal fetal medicine, our specialists, when it's something outside our realm, severe diabetes. Uh, they're, they're specialists that are, are OB-GYNs that go on to do another three years of training just in high-risk pregnancies, anomalies, and all severe malformation. And she went to see them, and I figured they're going to, you know, explain that, you know, the bad prognosis and, and this and that. Um, knew she was spiritual, knew she was a Christian. And I was like, well, you know, let's continue to pray about it. You know, go see the specialist, you know, see what he says, and, and we'll go from there. And she came back very upset that he's like, oh, you know, these, it's a very severe malformation. They can't do surgery for this. You know, you should get a termination. And, um, and she came back, and she's like, uh, you know, you said this was a, a real smart guy and everything, and I, I didn't like him at all. There wasn't any options. There wasn't any hope. I'm like, well, they're, you know, they speak the, what, you know, knowledge base, a uh, scientific base. But I go, I go, we're spiritual too, right? And we know there's miracles. We know uh, there's there's prognoses that aren't always spot on. So I, I, I go, no, follow your heart. Uh, I wouldn't expect you. I wouldn't expect you ever to consider that option. And uh, we followed her and she, you know, progressed through the months and it was persistent and everything. And uh, there at birth, it, it, had, it had shrunk, it had uh, corrected a little bit uh, about a month or so before the delivery and when she delivered, baby was good. Mm. And um, miracles, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, my, dad, my father died of cancer, and I prayed, and I prayed, and 
and he wasn't healed. I believe that his suffering was over. I believe that being with the Father and going to heaven yeah. was, was the best thing. Uh, so prayers get answered in, in different ways, but miracles uh, do happen. And like I said, yeah. I witnessed with this baby that uh, we went through with this patient that was recommended termination, just like you said, your friends. And they, the people don't do it, and they follow their heart, and they, they keep their faith, and, and there are good outcomes. Yeah. Um, so abort, you know, going back to the whole idea about abortion, you know, I think it, it really came to light, uh, Roe versus Wade, late, late seventies, right? That's when the United States, okay. Can I have that bottle of water? <laughs> Let's see here. I think, I think that was not. <laughs> Thanks, Pastor Dan. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so before that court decision in, in, in the late 70s, um, it, was, it was wrong. We, as a society, we said that this is not uh, the right thing to do. It's immoral. We don't believe in it. It's not right. And then, uh, you know, the, the court case came out, said it was legal, and... Uh, I think at that point, back in the 70s, um, and then in the early 80s, there was, uh, and this is all research off of a Catholic website, and I can give that to you guys there. Um, it was recommended by my old uh, religious studies teacher. I went to a Catholic high school. I was never Catholic. Really? But I went to a Catholic high school, and I had a religious studies teacher that we just, uh, was really knowledgeable, and it was really fascinating. Uh, learn a lot from him and we still keep in touch to this day and he gave me this website about the archdiocese and the Catholic bishops um, the National Catholic Conference of Bishops yeah. website yeah. and then it has all these different issues it's really knowledgeable so back um, after Road versus Wade um, came in with uh, saying that you know uh, it was uh, a person's constitutional right to be able to uh, terminate a pregnancy. Uh, in 1989, the numbers were 100 or 1.5 million abortions being performed at that time. Um, and then, uh, I think it was about uh, in 2000, Two, that number had decreased to about 1.3 million, and that was right at the time that we were having the pro-life movements where people were speaking up, and there was organizations where they were going to like Planned Parenthood and and posting and and you know having clinics that uh, hey you're pregnant, come on in let's talk about it instead of not just thinking this is your only option. Uh, we became more organized as believers and, and people that respected uh, pro-life uh, you know, um, views that we became organized ourselves against the Roe the Ro versus Wade. And so even in that, uh, what is that, 10 years, uh, 15 years, there was, we were seeing a, a decrease in the amount of abortions performed. And in... 
think it was 2022. I wrote all these notes on little cards because I was on an airplane. And now I don't, they're not in order. Uh, I think 2022, only 300,000. So it's a huge swing of uh, back 50 years ago when they passed these laws, Roe versus Wade, saying that it was uh, legal. Till now, the, uh, our movement being organized, we're, we're pro-life, we respect life, we're Christians. You know, we want to help decrease this. What, um, I'd never heard that. That's a tremendous drop. Um, mm-hmm. It seemed like in some states there were fewer and fewer doctors that even performed them. So you ended up, w- what were the reasons? Does anybody know why that that big of a drop? Was it lack of um, people providing abortions? Or was it a shift in, uh, you know, ethical and, um, and increasing or? And increasing Christianity and increasing uh, people speaking up for what they believed is right. Um, and there is another uh, section I was going to talk about. It's not even just Christians. It's, um, you know, because even, I mean, human beings created, uh, created that don't find the faith or never, uh, uh, never really, and th- this comes to morality and, and ethics, but I, I really believe we all have this conscience, yeah. w- whether... And, and I believe is God given, and I think most Christians believe it's you know the Holy Spirit, you know, guiding us and everything. But um, even the non-believers, uh, I think there's a lot of moral people out there that know right from wrong. That's part of of being created human, and even though they don't recognize uh, maybe a spiritual life or uh, have never come to know. Jesus, it's still there because we're made in his image, right? So, um, so I think even a large part of the population, even though not Christians, still have that morality or, or thinking, knowing what's right or wrong, and terminating life is, is, doesn't sit well. Uh, so I think that's part of it too, um, uh, of those decreasing numbers. Um, so back, if, if you want to talk about, I mean, mostly the morality of, you know, uh, we believe termination of life is wrong. We believe abortion is wrong as Christians. And then what happens, right? You said an instance of rape is, is uh, you know, before there was only the DNC, the actual physical uh, procedure of removing a pregnancy, but now we have medications that interrupt the pregnancy, change the hormones, cause contractions that, um, you know, that we can, it is a very useful tool when somebody has a miscarriage. What people don't realize is uh, early pregnancy, when somebody first gets a pregnancy test, uh, within the first 12 weeks, 45% of pregnancies miscarriage because something isn't right. There's a thousand things that have to go exactly right for that pregnancy to make it past the 12 weeks. Uh, three quarters of it is that chromosomes aren't matched up right, or there's been uh, a problem with uh, 
the pregnancy from conception, okay? Um, and that's why the miscarriage rate is so high. Back in your day, you know, you had to miss two or three periods before the doctors could even detect a hormone, right? Now, you miss a period by a week, and we can do a blood test and see that pregnancy hormone that turns the pregnancy test positive, the beta-HCG. And I think that's where our numbers became stronger in knowing that how, how frequent these miscarriages are. So uh, even though the treatment for a miscarriage is the same as the procedures uh, that they do at Planned Parenthood, a DNC to clean out or terminate a pregnancy, having these other medications that we found useful in evacuating uteruses without surgery has opened a whole new door too with, you know, uh, I don't think there's laws yet of saying, let's sell this over the counter, but that's how they went with birth control pills. You know, as we get more technologic advances in medications and procedures and, and medicine in general, which, oh man, the whole thing on morality and, 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 and ethics gets, gets really deep. Um, explain to I may be the only one that um, in my in at least in my understanding like a a case of rape or you know incest very very early mm -hmm. um, I guess I'm probably thinking in terms of 20, how many, you know, a lot, a lot of years ago, mm -hmm. that if they can detect, I assumed a DNC was, I don't know what the word I would need, not precautionary, but you didn't know that there was, oh, right, have the DNC before they knew. You didn't know that there was knew. a pregnancy at all, but in case, in case you, there was, you, you know, yeah, you got to the hospital that night or, you know, you, two days after. Right, you know, a rape occurred or something, and prophylactic. We, yeah, okay, that's yeah, yeah. Pro, to to even prevent the possibility. Yeah, um, I would say personally, I would say, if there, if somehow you knew that there was a pregnancy, mm -hmm. then that makes it a different story. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it it's a new wrinkle as far as the ethics of what what I can do. Right. If I know that it, there's a pregnancy versus there might be, there might not, I don't know. It's been 48 hours, whatever. Right. Um, there isn't uh, anything offered, you know, now to, to victims like in the emergency room yeah. when they go through, um, you know, if there's ever a case like that, you know, the police are called, evidence is collected, you know, tests and everything. Um, I think they might offer, uh, like the, uh, I don't know, call it the day after pill anymore, um, where you give them, uh, birth control pills right away to so be prophylactic. The, the, so that's a, the, the DNC thing is a the morning year after old. Pill. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. think that would be. So I'm dated, right? Um, no, in no, my knowledge. No, yeah. not at all. No. Well, I, was, I wasn't intimately involved. I mean, that they were uh, questioning 
me as far as advice, but a case where a you know a good youth you know good girl I think she was fourteen right. was um, raped by a bunch of guys mm -hmm. in and the struggle with the parents was it was right you know the day or two days after and mm -hmm. that was back when they would suggest right a dnc yeah know. um <clears throat> you know and i think that's the whole discussion of morality right it's it's and uh we we say um you know uh i heard stories of um uh you know, a, a pro-life, this is like southern states, this is years ago, you know, uh, southern states, uh, big advocate in the community, you know, pro-life, and, and then his teenage daughter got pregnant, and he was taking her to get a termination, mm -hmm. you know. And what I think that puts the light on, um, how are we going to react? Nobody, I think, knows how they're going to react when they're put in that face of, of that situation. And I mean, I've, I've never had to be in that situation. Um, I would never perform a termination of a pregnancy. I have patients come in all the time saying, you know, Dr. Beck, uh, I, can't, I can't be pregnant, you know. Uh, how do, where's, you know, where would I go in Wyoming, you know, to terminate my pregnancy? I say, there is nowhere in Wyoming. There are no doctors in Wyoming that perform terminations. And I've been able to say that, but I think recently, in the last year or two, there is uh, somebody, I don't know where they're at, but, but um, I, do, I do think that that became available, but I don't think they advertise or, or whatever, but it's always been Planned Parenthood and Billings, you know. And, um, but it's nice being in, in, in the position uh, of, uh, of having faith, uh, being a Christian, and then taking care of patients to be able to say, you don't want to do that, you know. Um, I don't think you understand. No, you know, I, I don't have any way of support. I, I don't have any options. I go, that's not true. And that's one of the things that I went through my life. Uh, and I don't think, I don't know if this is public knowledge, but um, when my wife and I moved here, we had three miscarriages right off the bat, our first five years of marriage. And we ended up uh, being able to adopt babies, you know, bring them home from the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if my wife had three more babies, I wouldn't love those babies anymore, and I love my boys. You know, it's just awesome, awesome experience um, to be able to adopt babies. So anyway, that, that made our family. And I wonder if God put us through that to be able for me to sit down and be able to share, because a, a lot of my patients do uh, choose not to, not, not to terminate when they hear how I tell them, I have a family because of teenage girls just like you in your situation right here and the joy and the love that they experience yeah. and we've been able to experience mm -hmm. what a gift you have to give right now, you know. Um, but also on the other hand, uh, seeing patients that are in their 30s, in their 40s, still struggling with the decisions that they made. 
yes. you know, um, and the regret and and the grief and and the hole in their heart, you know, um, it's just it's really hard. It's hard to see, but um, it's really hard to. I think for people to really, I think it's easy to say, hey, no, we don't believe in that and this and that, and then they get in some dire situation, they think that's the only only option they have. So, yeah. you know, you gotta remember, can't judge, you know, it, it, it's, you don't know their whole situation, you don't know everything they're going through, you don't know what, you know, threats they might be under, uh, so. Let's do an easy one. Um, no, thanks. <laughs> well, the, you know, the cases, and I don't even know how often they occur, but the cases where um, the, there's some, you know, credible, significant, or, you know, significant threat to the life of the mother. Oh, yeah. How, how often does that happen? What are, what are the causes, I guess, the issues that... You know, number one is probably uh, heart disease and diabetes. Um, some of it's congenital or uh, a very, you know, people have a very weak heart um, or very bad diabetes um, where they're end stage diabetes where it's affecting their kidneys and then getting pregnant and all the increased blood volume that, that they get, um, all the physiologic changes in a pregnant woman's body can literally uh, knock off their kidneys. I've also had patients uh, with other genetic kidney diseases that, um, you know, if they were to get pregnant, you know, it could kill them. And uh, they have doctors to document that. And uh, I, the patients that I've taken care of just been, uh, you know, we took care of them not being your. Uh, sterilize them or did hysterectomy so they couldn't get pregnant um, and, 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 and get put in that situation. But I have patients that uh, have been in that situation where they've been, uh, they're already pregnant and then their MS is either getting uh, really, really terminal. Uh, Lou Gehrig's disease is a neurologic disorder. Um, and I know a patient that, uh, she chose to continue her pregnancy and she slowly died and died shortly thereafter her baby was born. So um, once again, it's, it's people making, making their own decisions, people delaying. Uh, a more common one is, is getting diagnosed with, uh, you know, our cancers are on the rise, breast cancer, cervical cancer. You know, cervical cancer to get it treated early is to get radiation in that area you know, early before you do surgery, um, or ovarian cancer, putting off, uh, you know, months of treatment until they have their baby. And uh, some people, if they're early enough, terminate uh, pregnancies, you know, in order to get treatment. Um, you know, what's right or wrong? You know, you ask the husband, he's gonna be like, honey, Get, get your treatment, right? He knows, and, and, but there's many mothers that, that choose to delay for the birth of their, yeah. their, their uh, children. Um, so I don't, 
is there is there morality involved in those choices or is it uh choosing one life for another you know it seems like it's choosing one life for another and i think no i don't know if anybody here remembers it but the first night or two that we started this study we talked about um ethics christian ethics always has to have there's a hierarchical value and that sounds horrible but there are some lives for instance even if you get away from abortion um, there are other wrongs that you can commit like um, lying mm -hmm. no i don't have jews in the attic when the nazis are beaten on the door yes you do well that's a no-brainer mm -hmm. i mean you, right. you because god says don't lie but uh, human life is more valuable mm -hmm. and these people are on a wicked errand anyway so mm -hmm. you owe them nothing you don't right. owe them the truth right um but there there is maybe i'd ask you and i don't want to dominate everything i'll turn around and give the mic to some other person but <clears throat> one of the ethics books that i have which is written, written by a very good biblical conservative guy um makes the point and he's 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 careful and he recognizes that it sounds if he had a better word he'd use it but he talks about existing life versus potential life and and he doesn't know he didn't use the word life personhood mm -hmm. and he said a you know a fetus is life that god gave but it's technically potential in that the mother is is existential the mother mm -hmm. is here now mm -hmm. you, you wouldn't end a here and now life that's that is housing a potential fully developed human right there's there's where you have to come in with the hierarchy of values that the mother's life um you could very well if you don't save the mother's life, you'd lose the, the child's also. Right. So. Um, but then you see the love of their I know. children. <clears throat> I know. And uh, decisions made, you know, without a blink of an eye. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm done, not doing anything yeah. to harm my baby. Well, you might die. So be it. We're not doing anything to harm this baby. And it could you know? put you also into the same situation where you must abort this child because there's this horrible genetic um, defect that turns out not to happen. And mm -hmm. the death of the mother, I suppose you could say, if the mother says, no, I want to go ahead and carry mm -hmm. this baby to term, maybe the prediction that she would die won't occur. Right. You know, I mean, you got right. that? Right. You're no. supposed to give and us the what, answers What here. moral courage, Yeah. you know, uh, in these diagnoses. And, and I see with patients making decisions yeah. uh, with all kinds of, uh, you know, facts and bad prognoses and how horrible this is going to be. And, and they say, nope, I'm, I'm going to keep my faith and mm -hmm. I'm going to keep praying and 
we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So, yeah. Any questions? Hi, Dave. Hey, Dan. Um, in the case of the day after pill, I, I'm assuming that that works, to, and what little I know, to 24 to 48 hours. How, how right. is that okay, after conception, right, is, is the, the, the purpose. Now, if you're not pregnant, you just take a pill and it passes. But if, if you did have conception and you take that pill and it gets rid of the, 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 the feet, whatever it is at that moment, how is that different in God's eyes than an abortion? No, now that's no, 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 no. That's uh, the morning after pill. Okay, is a prophylactic uh, three-dose uh, estrogen pill. Okay, to interrupt the menstrual cycle and to bring down the menstrual cycle. And that's the whole misconception about the morning after pill is that if you're already pregnant, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to interrupt the pregnancy because pregnancy is already producing hormones to, to keep it strong and estrogen uh, an extra dose of estrogen is not going to interrupt a good pregnancy so that's a total I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it's a total misconception yeah to interrupt the menstrual cycle so is somebody ovulated or it was um, okay quick biology menstrual cycle uh, a woman menstruates, her ovary starts building the next egg. While it builds the egg, it produces estrogen to build the lining of the uterus. After ovulation and that egg releases, the progesterone is the predominant hormone, and that tells lining to stay there to get ready for the uh, fertilized egg to come in and plant. So by giving that high-dose estrogen, it, would, it can cause the lining abnormality to go ahead and uh, disrupt the cycle so there couldn't be a pregnancy. If the pr patient's already pregnant, it will not cause uh, a miscarriage, okay, or a termination. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's a good, great question. Yeah, because, y you know, here, how long, however long ago it's been, it seems like it was a couple of years ago, you know, with the funding of the Reproductive Health Center. Yeah. That was the mm -hmm. that was supposed to be the gospel truth, mm -hmm. and yeah, I was doing abortions. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I did write a letter to the commissioners about you. Thanks. I won't tell you everything I said, but well, no, but they. Good stuff. I I told them that you absolutely would not be doing that, and there were two of them that are um, Christians. Well, they're omniscient. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, God goes to them to get facts. So mm -hmm. they wrote me and told me that I didn't know what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. So, no. anyway. Yeah. When we get to the next lecture, I'll tell you who they were and that you could vote them out. But they're nuts. But anyway, go ahead. No. Uh, was there any other questions on termination of pregnancy? Because IVF. Yeah. And that's, and there's something that you didn't even talk about that when I was doing my research, yeah, yeah, uh, you on this was even, even deeper. So, if will so if it, it, are we no more yeah, no questions on uh, the abortion end of things. We done with those. Hey Dan. In the case of a couple, 
Um, <laughs> like say, Gail got pregnant. It's, it's not going to happen. Don't worry. Um, and one of us Impossible. thought that we shouldn't have the child. So then, how do you? I don't know. No, you can't justify. Well, who's right and who's wrong? God can, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Like, if she decided, I'm too old to have a baby, and she is. <laughs> but um, but I said, well, we made it. We gotta live with it. Mm -hmm. Or if it was vice versa, you know, mm -hmm. not saying that she would say that. That you were pregnant? <laughs> yeah, she right. didn't want to have the baby? No, 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 I told her that she's got to get rid of it, and she said, no, I can't. Right. How, how? Who decides that? Who, yeah, well, I, I guess she would decide it, because mm -hmm. she's going to be the one carrying it. Mm -hmm. But if she wanted to get rid of it, and I said, no, God put that there. Um, That's a hard one, isn't it? it to me, that's... I mean, it's not hard for us. I mean, we're believers, right? We know that right. you'd, be, you'd be wrong. <laughs> yeah, but I there mean, are situations that happens. Yeah, and you know, like, how... And then it's how do we judge oh, what don't it judge. is? No. no, but I mean, what we'd feel like... Right. She was right, he was wrong. He was right, she was wrong. It's, it's an unanswerable sort of question. Uh, and there's a lot of that in ethics, right? Yeah. And morality. Well, morality, I think that's, like I said, God-given. It's right and wrong. But then we have these situations. For me, it would be an act of God. Right. Amen. What about in the case of molestation? Hang, wait a minute. Where, where was that at? Yeah. What about in the case of molestation? Well, uh, I think Pastor Dan brought that up in the beginning with, uh, you know, in the old days they'd offer, in the case of that, they'd offer the, the victim a, a DNC right away, right? But nowadays we have the, the morning after pill that they can use to disrupt the cycle to prevent the pregnancy. And then I know uh, Joe Biden just passed that law that says uh, pharmaceuticals can now offer a pill that will abort the baby, and this is even after they've been pregnant. And I know, I think it's, people are suing right now about this issue, but mm -hmm. I guess at any point in time they can take this pill over the counter and it will abort that baby. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't all the time. Uh, it doesn't all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it requires multiple doses. Uh, the problem is, is even, uh, even in my practice, uh, it, it's, it's tailor-made, uh, depending on how far along, what's happened. Um, you know, we have to treat uh, our patients that have miscarriages. When they get past the 12 weeks, 12 weeks to 20 weeks, uh, we, they're, um, they're called second trimester fetal demises, but less than 12 weeks, it's a, it's a miscarriage, okay? And there's not one pill size, you know, one pill fits all, right. you know? And even uh, a percentage of those patients that uh, we give medication to try and help uh, without going to the operating room to help uh, um, evacuate the uterus to get rid of the stillborn, 
still end up needing surgery or they start bleeding heavily and still need medical help. So uh, birth control pills taken over the counter uh, like Motrin, you know, uh, I don't think it's healthy because there's a lot of patients that have, maybe don't know they have blood clotting disorders that are inherited and then they go on these pills, they don't use them right, they end up getting a stroke or having a pulmonary embolism or blood clots. Um, you know, it, hormones are not, not aspirin, they're not, they're not ibuprofen. And to be moving these medications, these therapeutic medications to over-the-counter status is, is really, I, I think, dangerous and irresponsible. Um, people are gonna get hurt, but I don't, I, think that, I don't think that's as much as an ethical as it is, you know, uh, people just trying to make it more, uh, what? Yeah, more convenient to, to not have to have medical care and make decision, big decisions with your body like that, you know. Did you want to go, now the, the IVF. Yeah, what? IVF is great. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I, th I thought about it, you know. Um, Some of the questions, I guess, that I've at least Does, does everybody understand what IVF is? No. Okay, go ahead. in vitro fertilization. Okay, so it's uh, reproductive technology. Um, people that can't get pregnant, okay? Uh, for some reason, the uterus, the fallopian tubes, or, or the sperm, uh, you know, aren't getting down the tubes, or they can't because the tubes are blocked, uh, or the tubes were removed uh, because of different surgeries, right? So there's a uterus, a person, uh, a woman can still make eggs and has a uterus to grow a baby, uh, but cannot, they, you know, after years and years of trying, uh, and then they, there's a diagnosis, uh, a diagnosis of exclusion where they can get that, but sometimes it's just known that, that it's not going to happen. So in vitro fertilization is when uh, they take an egg, and you got to realize a one cell, a one cell, that's what our, our eggs and the sperm, uh, one cell is my i mean microscopic and even with the uh it takes a microscope just to be able to see one cell okay so the, the sperm has to meet the egg then it comes down the fallopian tube so these people can't do that so well i was in training and they were doing it and that was uh that was uh late 80s so probably let's say early 80s uh, late 70s, they were developing this technology. So with these big microscopes, uh, they have the, the female egg, and then they're able to uh, get that sperm and stimulate the sperm in the egg to go ahead and, and uh, have conception in a Petri dish under a microscope, and then move those, uh, that uh, fertilized egg, and then it doubles uh, and that's, that's how all our cells work, right? Um, big biology class here. Um, cells divide, and then they divide again. So you go from two to four, and the eight cell stage is when they can take those, that, that fertilized egg and move it into the uterus, and it can grow into a baby. 
So is this uh, immoral, unethical? Are we not following uh, God's instruction? Are we, are we playing God by assisting people who can't get pregnant to be able to get pregnant? I mean, I never gave that a second thought that it was unethical. I mean, like I said, uh, I, was, I want a family. I, I was thinking maybe this is what we need to do, right? Because uh, we couldn't. So it's funny that you said IVF because I'm like, I, I don't even think that the, I would not. Well, I guess, you know, and, and I'm not a medical person at all. Um, to me, and again, maybe, maybe I'm a rainbow flag Methodist or something. Uh, um, if it's something that you, like you just described, to me, I guess I would look at that as, and still obviously something to be thought over, prayed about, and so forth. Mm -hmm. But as fairly, uh, it's not simple, but straightforward as that is, all things else, everything else being equal, <clears throat> um, to have a technology that can um, allow a pregnancy to occur in that way mm -hmm. doesn't seem to me to be an immoral thing. I guess some of the f other peripheral questions on IVF are when people will have four or five or 10 or 12 impregnated eggs and the first attempt works and you have seven, seven other left, of these conceived is that, yes and then you conceived eggs you destroy them is that is that murder yeah that's a term is that terminating is terminating pregnancy. pregnancy right there's the kind of ethical things um i think that are to me more um complex Oh, sure. Then the straightforward, this, you know, this married couple are both healthy, and we, you know, and we just aid the, the, we fill in one link in the natural procedure of pregnancy, um, and it allows a child to be born. Right. But even <clears throat> getting to that technology where yeah. we can, I mean, because that's, that's nature, that's, yeah. God's, There's a case that God allowed God creation, say. creational life, created in His image, yeah. and we're doing it in a lab in a petri dish. Yeah, I know, right? And then uh, you see all the patients lined up, uh, which my wife and I would have been in line. You know, can't have babies. We really want ba we want a family. We have plenty of love to share. Mm -hmm. We want to give and and thank God. Like I said, for us was adoption. But I do think um, a lot of those, I, I don't think uh, those, uh, and, and now I'm speaking from personal, right? Uh, I don't think a lot of those eggs are fertilized. They're getting destroyed. I mean, they, they adopt them. People give them away. Well, that's another People thing. sell them. They, said they sell know? them. People and sell then them. They, they sell them to people that will sign up to adopt those mm -hmm. impregnated eggs. And sometimes 
then also implant them in a surrogate. Right. Now, that to me, then you're getting yeah. out there. And that Catholic, <clears throat> that website, that Catholic Bishops um, National Conference, uh, Catholics don't, and I'm just saying yeah. because it's right off their website, right? The Catholics don't believe that that technology is uh, immoral in itself or unethical in itself. What I found on the, on the next level was cloning, yeah. okay? Cloning, because, so, you, I mean, we are literally creating, you know, we have the, the technology to create life in, in the lab and be able to help people have offspring. But I mean, that's what, that, that was God's job, was to create life and create us and marriage, uh, a man and woman married to have children create life. So where are we going with, with all our fancy technology and, and you know, well, we're helping people who can't get pregnant. Uh, you know, my problem, my problem is I have too much science uh, training and being a doctor and takes me sometimes away from seeing, like I said, straight the morality. biblical <clears throat> morality and saying, no, this is a good thing. But um, no, that is literally taking, taking that away, right? Um, but we can also believe that God has his hand in that creation of the sperm mm -hmm. uh, conceiving that egg and all the God-given uh, love, creativity is still in that because that's still a sperm and an egg with genetic material that's being created, okay? Um, looking at it from a science, kind of both science, uh, uh, Christian uh, point of view, plus um, the cloning, okay, is where you're actually taking uh, an egg, removing, removing that genetic material, putting in the material of something that's already formed. Okay, it's not a creation, you're, but you're taking that egg and, and, and putting in material. Uh, they're still trying, some people have claimed to clone humans. I, I don't know if I believe all that yet. Um, but um, uh, what was it? It was a, a goat. Was it a sheep? A sheep. Right, Dolly. Yeah. Right? And they, they've been able to do it with animals. But what they don't tell you, oh yeah, we cloned this. But that was on attempt number 771. So all this, all this, you know, life they were creating, one out of 700 worked. Um, the mistakes along the way with, I mean, literally, uh, so they put the genetic material and then they stimulate that egg to grow. That's where, on the website, the, the Catholic Church is like, you know, wait a minute, yeah. you know? And you, you lack the God's creativity and God's love in 
the bringing together of, of, of genetic material. And yeah, the, the cloning is, is like next level technology that they're working on, but how are they gonna use it? And, that, and that's the scary part. Meddling. Yeah, they're 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 creating nothing. They, I mean, th they can't create life. The, I mean, that it's already there. They're. Assisting. But hey, that's my that's my that's my belief and your belief, and I can see how other people might see it, yeah. right? Meddling or uh, and I, and I get that. Like I said, I have a jaded, I think I have a jaded point of view when it comes to that. One, I've been trained. I mean, this is what I've been doing for the last forty years of my life, and and I wanted babies, so. I should give you the mic, I'm thinking, because it, it won't get recorded. <laughs> when I came out of school, I was uh, in my degree was in zoology pre-vet, and we, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of I was heavy in genetics mm -hmm. uh, because I found it interesting, mm -hmm. and they were going into some directions at that point, but it was all depending on what professors I was in front of, it was I, I, me, me, but you could tell the ones that were new were meddling. And one professor finally said it, and I thought, yeah, that's, a, that's a really, well yeah. Mm -hmm. But now we, God gave us this ability, gave us smart people to start looking at different directions. Now, if it goes too far, that's when we raise our hands and go, now wait a minute, are we doing, and I believe people in the Christian faith, people that really have Jesus in their heart will go, I don't think we should cross this boundary. Mm -hmm. And then other ones, of course, that's the big deal now. Right. I agree. Thanks. Any other yeah. questions on any <clears throat> I'm just sitting here thinking, every... I was what I was going to say was some people yeah. claim that they've already done it. Say if they clone human being. Well, I think Take a uh, gene from Pastor Dan, he passes away, we want another Pastor Dan, poof, there he is. Does he have a soul? Catholic Church uh on this website and and I should uh I don't know how do we get this website out. I have it on a I took a picture of my well, the, sticky note. But the Catholic bishops uh, what do you call it? Conference Catholic uh -huh. That's easy to remember, you know, remember. Yeah. Just <clears throat> I can give it to anybody if, if they yeah. want it afterwards, too. 
Um, oh, what did they say? They because uh, right now with with the human embryos that they're creating, once again, um, they're not they're not using it for reproduction to create another individual. Right now, they're using that uh, the embryo stage where it is developing, it's, it's divided a couple times in the number of cells, nothing to the uh, level of a heartbeat or, or a, a fetus forming, but human cells that are developing towards that, they're using it for research. They're using it for research. Yeah whether it be medications or... Trying to grow a liver or a new heart or something. Right. Pieces. Right. So, but not... So, that's... Uh, and, and as the Catholic Church has said, you know, um, or in their, their views uh, was that it's not reproductive, but they, they still don't even support it that uh, in the research, because what happens... Once again, you said like the discarded embryos. If, if these are all created to be destroyed or to be experimented on, what's you know, that is unethical. Yes. Yeah, that is not moral, right? When you do, I have a, uh, a niece oh, that has gone through two pregnancies where they had to do the uh, preg the petri dish and get it growing. In vitro. Yet. Can they? How long can they keep them once it's in fertilized? I think they can be frozen. They can be frozen, kept for, okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I was wondering. I know they can freeze both sides of it, but once it came together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just nuts. The thing with, the, the thing with um, you know, most, I guess I'd say, conservative Bible-believing evangelicals would, on the, we would take the position that once there's knowledge of and we know that there's a conception took place, unless we're dealing with the imminent loss of the mother's life, we'd say you can't terminate that pregnancy ethically. Yeah. Conception. Catholicism takes the point that even any step to hinder... Um, the well hinder the beginning of they don't they obviously we would agree that you don't end a pregnancy but they equally believe that any birth control that interrupts um, or frustrates mm -hmm. the pregnancy is also equally mm -hmm. as um, unethical as mm -hmm. an abortion itself which I don't I don't think you can come up with that from scripture you know the mm -hmm. only case you have um, is the case of Onan, the son of Judah, who refused to raise up children for his dead brother that would continue his dead brother's line. That was God's rule with Israel. Mm -hmm. um, there are some people that say, well, he engaged in birth control by frustrating it. That is not why God struck him dead. God struck him dead because... God told him, you, you raise up family for your brother and don't let his line uh, be lost in Israel. And he said, no. 
So for that reason, God <laughs> zapped him. But it wasn't because he used birth control. But that is a the only verse that people, you know, grab onto and say that, you know, that's proof that God hates birth control. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing that muddies the water a bit with Catholics, though we agree on the rest of it as far as terminating. Right. <clears throat> Conception being the advances, beginning of life. You know, we call them advances in technology and medicine. I'm not so sure that we should call them advances. You know, I mean, they're, they're I still think God's going to, at any point, God can just say, you're not doing that. You know, I mean, you can try mm -hmm. all you want. It's not going to happen. Right. But we're way out into the edge, you know, with mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. We have about three, three to four minutes. Any other? See how foggy some, they're not, it's not totally foggy. We can still figure the right and the wrong. I think it's just, the extremes are easy to figure out. Yeah, it's, it's the muddled and sometimes quirky case-by-case -case situations that are, are difficult. Like Octomom. Anybody yeah. remember? Yeah. Octomom 20, 30 years ago with this IVF. Oh, did you have a question? This is a silly yep. story. Here, hand that mic over. So can, can eggs, eggs are, are collected, mm -hmm. sometimes singular and sometimes multiple. I mean, a collection doesn't guarantee how many, correct? Right. Okay, so then they're fertilized, and then they're individually frozen. Could an egg not be fertilized to where there's not life, but the potential for life, and then individually, I mean, they're, they're thawed to be implanted in the uterus, correct? So could they be thawed and then fertilized and then implanted to where there's not life frozen in individual straws, but there's the potential for that? That's a very good question. I'd have to look that up. I was under the impression that uh, they do harvest, you know, the eggs, they stimulate a woman's ovaries, giving them extra hormones and everything, and then their ovaries swell and they might get four or five eggs from each side. Yeah, definitely, but when but I thought, but they're I fertilized they do, in I, the I dish. I thought they used to freeze eggs, but I think they were having more success with uh, actually fertilizing the egg and then freezing it. They may be having more success, but then you have the moral issue of what do you do with the potential life? Where if right. you're not having as much success, but you don't have the potential issue for... Oh, medicine's all about success. <laughs> but the class is about ethics. Right, right, exactly. Great question. Yeah, no, and the ethics thing, uh, once again, medicine and, you know, they get this technology. <clears throat> a single mother, uh, egotistical doctor, uh, does an in vitro fertilization and implants eight or ten eggs into a woman's uterus. I mean, now 
now that we've learned from watching over the years, watching all different in, in research, you know, is it more successful? Most most doctors will not even implant three eggs anymore. It's a decision of whether to implant two or one at one time because the multi uh, baby or anything higher than triplets uh, increases the severity of uh, defects in, in the baby's uh, preterm labor and uh, infant mortality and, and problems with those babies when there's triplets or more. But this doctor put in like eight eggs and this lady carried to, I, I believe it was like 20, to viability, we consider viability 24 weeks as when a baby can survive outside the womb, okay, with a lot, a lot, a lot of help, and carried these eight babies, uh, gave birth to them, and I mean, they grew up. But the morality, the ethics in this, I mean, astounded, I think, most medical professionals, you know, yet alone why was you know, doing this uh, for popularity, for seeing what they could do, or push the limit to, uh, yeah, so there, there are ethics and, and morality, even with these uh, technologies and, and, and how we should be managing it on a medical side. <coughs> Anything else? We're 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 two minutes over, but I I don't see the kids. Yeah. One real quick. What about tying of the tubes or how a person does not to produce, not to produce a child? How about that for God's view? For uh, you know the how you got so well, many. Well, like kids. Pastor Dan said, Catholics. Yeah, like Catholics, Catholics don't believe in birth control. That would right. be inserting our will and so forth into God's process. But I think, you know, you have cases where if you've had multiple, you know, a terrible pregnancy and nearly died or right. whatever, and, it, and it's recognized you right. better not have, you've already got two or whatever. Yeah. Then I would see that as a legitimate. I was kind of wondering that about a lot of people, us, do that, you know. Yeah. So we only have two kids or three kids or whatever. I just wonder in God's eye, you know, you know, like I, I had to ask for forgiveness of this myself. I'm hoping he doesn't look down on yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any 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 other um, questions or whatever before we probably need to dismiss. Thanks, Dave. Is it a forgivable sin to have an abortion? Yeah. I mean, I'm not taking that lightly. And, and it, it's amazing the, the, the amount of guilt of, that'll hang on and hang on and hang on. And um, yes, God will forgive that, but, but, but there are gonna be, there are consequences, maybe physical and especially just mental and so forth. It's forgivable, but um, Hitler would have been forgiven. pardon me. Hitler would have been forgiven. God loved 
He would have. I, I know that's hard, but it's true. He'd have, he would have given, he would have forgiven Hitler if he'd have repented. So, okay. Father in heaven, thank you for our ability to be here tonight. I just pray that you would, first of all, Lord, I, I think that it, you're able to keep us from a lot of the scenarios that we can think up. You even pre prevent them getting that far. Um, but Lord, we're, we're in a world where a lot of things are blurred and we're dealing often with um, family, uh, can be adult children and so forth that, that don't even uh, share the Christian values any longer that they were raised with. These are just um, difficult days. Help us just to know in our hearts what's, what's right and that we, we are uh, recognizing of what you're able to enable us to discover and so forth, medicines, all the help you give us there. Um, help us just sense what's right and what's wrong and do our best to please you. Keep us now as we make our way home. Keep us safe, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, you are dismissed. <laughs>